Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is with our favorite, Maddie to the Max, and Tony and Maddie discuss all of Disney's Renaissance period, so 1989 through 2000. Enjoy! Welcome back, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy, brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. And my guest, you're now basically part of the show, a regular. It's Maddie to the Max. Woo! I am now Tony the Movie Guy family. You are. I'm like, I'm, I'm like a veteran. I just kind of hobble in the front door and go, let me talk about my Disney thing. It's so true. All the animated movies. Let me tell you, Tony, about this obscure fact about animation. <laughs> Back it's... in my day, we didn't have none of that CGI computer <laughs> stuff. It's official. It's official. Every time you come on the show, you light the room up. We're, all, we're so much more Yay! happier for it. And then we go back to our grumpy selves Aww. afterwards. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We're a pretty merry crew, but yes. you certainly give us an extra dose of enthusiasm. An extra shot in we, your We love it. Yay. <laughs> and, you know, so we've done Pixar with we've you. We've done Pixar. We've done Disney classics we've with you. We've done DreamWorks. And we did DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. We did with... That's right. This yeah. is the fourth time. Yeah. Holy crap. Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay. And so we did the Disney classics. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last one. Yeah. And what was that in like commemoration of? Uh, oh, Dumbo. Dumbo. That's, That's right. right. Dumbo was coming out. There was a live action remake. And you're right. Once they'll that once there's fifty live action remakes, we'll probably do that. Yeah, we'll too. do another episode just for the live action. <laughs> That's right. But they released a live re- uh, action remake of Dumbo, which is one of the original classics, and now. The live action remake of Aladdin yes. just came out, which is one of the biggest Disney movies of mm-hmm. the Renaissance period. Yes. So this episode is fittingly called Disney, the Renaissance period. Do, do, do. That's good, right? <laughs> yeah, that's really good. With Maddie to the max. Yes. I like that title even better. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> Okay, good. So this is basically the Disney Renaissance, and this may be debatable, and you can school me, Mm -hmm. Maddie, but from what I understand, the Disney Renaissance is essentially from 1989 through to the year 2000. I believe so. Yeah, and I know there is some debate on it. Yeah. So if anyone wants to school us or correct us, you can. Just be nice about it. As far as I know, the Renaissance period started with Little Mermaid. Okay, that's, that's what I have. They went back to the classic... Disney princess, uh, well-known stories that are in the public domain thing, fairy tales. That's where they went back to that, and that's when it started working. So I believe the first thing on your list is The Little Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, you and I are on the same page. And another way to put it is that that's when the Disney films just started getting darn good again. Yeah, yeah. Like The Little Mermaid. I love The Little Mermaid. Even I me, I, I, mean, I adore it. That is my Disney movie. Like, you ask anybody, you know, what is your Disney movie? And they'll be, you know, Mulan, yeah. Lion King, Aladdin, mine. 
no matter kind of what has changed in my life or how I've tried to change it, it's always going to come back to Little Mermaid. Right. Looking back on it now, I'm like, she made some very questionable decisions at such a young <laughs> age. And that I have I now, as I'm older, I'm like, I'm more in agreement with her dad, which is like, oh, no, you know, you're getting old when you agree with the parents in a Disney movie. Yeah, she is kind of obnoxious. <laughs> a little bit. But at the time, when I was a kid, when she goes, I'm 16, I'm not a child anymore, me being like, Seven was like, yeah, that's right. She's not a child anymore. I relate to her. Also, it's my deepest desire to be a mermaid. (laughs) And so just I I always was like, she's a mermaid. Yay. Like my biggest life regret is that I cannot breathe underwater without any like fancy equipment. I can't just just have gills and just breathe underwater and have beautiful mermaid hair all the time. Like so Ariel was my girl. Ariel was my girl, my beautiful mermaid princess that I will always relate to. My backpack has Little Mermaid on it. I've cosplay as Ariel. Both so that's one with of your bin. favorites, right? Yeah, and like the peasant outfit. I'm like, mm, this is this is my jam. This is what it. Yeah, and it's as. from the '90s. It kind of kicks off the Renaissance. Yeah. But I consider the Little Mermaid an absolute classic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I mean, she, it's also that teenage rebelliousness. Yeah. You know, because you're right. She's a teenage girl. And I and... believe, I might be totally wrong here. I'm trying to remember what things we talked about last time. That this is the first time when uh, she was rebellious, where the main female girl was very much rebellious. In a Disney In film. In a Disney yeah. film. Yeah. Like, definitely at the time, it was heralded as her being very independent yeah. of Ariel. She she knew what she wanted. She was willing to go after it. She wasn't going to just sit around and wait for somebody to hand it to her. At the time, it was a big deal. But now everyone's like, well, she's making bad decisions right, at right. this age. Where it, it, at the time, was something very, very new. Yeah. And very much pushing the boundaries and very much being a feminist thing. And now it's kind of like, that's not so That's smart. a good point, though, because look yeah. at Snow White. Look at Cinderella. They're all prim and proper and yeah. perfect. They and kind of have to have yeah. things Things happen to them. They don't Sleeping actually make beauty, anything yeah. happen. Yeah, that's a good point. So this uh, was a big deal. Yeah, Ariel is a badass. Yes. Um, but the funniest thing is the best thing about Little Mermaid to me are all the sea creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, like Bastion. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the crab, the, the little, what's the cute little fish? Uh, flounder. Yeah, Flounder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're so memorable to me. And for me, Little Mermaid has some of the best songs. Yes. I listen to, I, I, I'm totally proud of this. I listen to the soundtrack. I have it on my phone. Kiss the Girl, mm-hmm. Under the Sea. Part I of love- Your World was uh, like yeah. related to me so much on a <laughs> five-year-old level. The songs are so on a five-year level. <laughs> it relates to me now. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> but the songs are so to me so endearing and timeless. And let's also talk about the villain. Oh, good. I, I was going to get there. Ursula is such an iconic villain. Yeah. Uh, one of the great examples of a villain really starting to eat the scenery. Poor as, as, as an actor, for some, those of you that don't know, when you eat a scenery as an actor, it means you're really yucking it up. You're yeah. really just taking Chewing the entire the environment yeah. in. And she absolutely is. She's such a iconic villain. I think she's underrated because I think she's one of the best villains Disney has. She actually has some pretty good motivation for a Disney villain, not just I want to be pure evil. She actually is a little like, I have a reason. And in a cut scene, 
Fun fact, because I'm full of those Disney That's fun like facts. That's like an extended version? There is an extended version, but also that Ursula is actually Triton's sister. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's a little deeper. It's like, I'm trying to get revenge on my brother, not just I'm trying to get revenge on this guy that banished me. It's oh, like, wow. I'm trying to get revenge on this guy that banished me, who's also my brother, and now is really personal. Like, right. really personal. That brings more to it. Yeah, it definitely does. So I always kind of like to think about that kind of little undertony kind of there. Yeah, like, she's with delicious, all, Ursula. Oh, I have always thought that a great uh, prequel that they never did for Ursula, like, Honestly, for the live-action remakes, like, do another Maleficent called Ursula. Give right. us Ursula's backstory. Well, they are doing another Maleficent. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm, And I'm okay with that. Like, it actually looks, like, really good. Yeah. I'm totally there for it. But they should do a backstory for Ursula. Right. Like, how did she get the way that she was? Like, make her even pull a full Maleficent and make her the good guy. I don't That's care. A good idea. I just want more underwater mer people world please yeah. there's not enough stories for them <laughs> you're obsessed with mermaids I, I love it there's like four good mermaid shows and tvs you're and right books. there's not a lot there's actually so not a that's lot. a good point it's so sad like splash there's splash there's and a what else there's Little Mermaid, Splash. There's a. They did do a mermaid, like a teen girl yeah, mermaid they, it, film. It a was few a years Australian ago. TV show that Netflix then bought about mermaids, which I have watched all of it. And I did also watch its spin off series. And then Colin Farrell did like a serious film about a mermaid. It's like an Irish film that came out a few years ago. Oh, We're yeah. going off the rails. And then there was like that, that Siren TV show, which is still going oh, on. But yeah, it looks yeah. like really dark and I don't have the network to watch it. And I'm like, I kind of sort of want to watch it just because it's mermaids. All right. Well, back to The Little Mermaid. So we love this film. Yeah. I mean, there's no better way to kick off the Renaissance period. I mean, it truly is. It's such a magical film. Yeah. The, the music is so iconic. Poor Unfortunate Souls mm -hmm, to me mm -hmm. is also one of the most underrated songs Absolutely. it's so it's good, such a good and i agree song. with you completely on ursula just so delicious mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. so out also there. the animation on her with all the tentacles was yeah really something new yeah and so with this one i don't know that they had gone into kind of celebrities voicing the the main characters because i don't recall who when we get yeah. to the later I mean, ones in renaissance the the name there's big names yeah, then, they, then they start getting really big names kind of as they go on they start going uh, celebrity casting um i know jody benson is kind of best well known for this role as ursula uh, no as, as ariel oh okay so yeah. she played ariel i don't know who that is yeah but, exactly it's okay. like you they cast specifically for the voice yeah. that they wanted they didn't necessarily build a character around a famous actor they wanted right 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 well that kind of came out of aladdin which i think we'll see yeah with robin williams mm -hmm. as the genie and mm -hmm. we're gonna get to that and now it's kind of a big thing where like they have a big celebrity name attached it's just interesting that because when we did the disney classic period again a lot of these movies they didn't have big celebrities right. and even in renaissance so it's going to be interesting to see when that actually started and uh, unfortunately what's happening with that is now other animation studios have done that too. Like it's really hard to name a single big budget theatrical movie that actually stars voice actors, yeah. not celebrities voice acting. Yeah. Which is a pity because I mean, there's so many great voice actors. Exactly. Out there. The, the only one I can think of is actually the My Little Pony movie because <laughs> they actually have the voice actors from the show, you know, right. Tara Strong and all of them doing the actual voices. But that's like 
it basically for actual voice acting. Yeah, that is a and bummer. as a voice actor, it's kind of yeah. like, um, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that's kind of personal to it you. Is a, it is yeah, a little personal. It's like, let the celebrity actors like, be the they, celebrities they of their movies. Their Give us like, our thing. I would, I would be in this movie. <laughs> that's a, damn it. I didn't even think about yeah. that. All right. Okay. So we'll Back move. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's a great point. We'll move on. So, um, we talked about this. So Rescuers Down Under is the next one that came yes. out in 1990. Yeah. And this is the one. It's a sequel yes. to The Rescuers, mm-hmm. which was from the classic period that didn't do very well. And a lot of people love Rescuers Down Under. Yes. I've never seen it. So the floor is yours. Well, it's really because Rescuers, the first one was very much a little slower, a little weirder, a little like what's It's happened? about mice, mouse. It's about m- mice that are sent to find this little girl who's been kidnapped by this weird lady who sews a diamond into her teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird and it kind of is very slow and even in the animation style it's still kind of that pencil drawn animation. Oh, gotcha. So you can still see those lines. Rescuers down under their lines, their animation gets much smoother. Their colors become much richer. It's in the uh, Australian outback. Some of the there's like this shot with this kid flying on this giant eagle, and it is one of the most beautiful pieces of animation ever. Really? And, yeah, and it's just so sweet. And what's great is you don't actually need to see the original rescuers to understand what's happening because they reintroduce uh, the two main mice, Bianca and. I want to say Mortimer, but I don't think that's right. The I two like main the mice. name, though. <laughs> yeah, they they introduce these characters again. So you still, and you totally know what they're trying to get in right. this movie, what what they're going after as he's trying to propose to his mouse girlfriend and all the feels for that. And you actually like the main kid uh, that's pulling the story along that they're sent to rescue. Uh, unlike the first one where you're like, she's kind of annoying. Right, she's a bit of a brat. This kid is actually like, he's an a go-getter. He goes out there and get there. Um, what's funny, though, is that it's it takes place in Australia, um, but the main kid doesn't have an accent. Oh. <laughs> and as a kid, you don't realize anything's right. wrong with that. Is he British or American? No, he, yeah, he's American. Oh, he's American. And you're like, as a kid, you just you don't even think that anything's right. wrong with that. But then you're like, this takes place in Australia. The villain's got an accent. The <laughs> snake's got an accent. The jumping kangaroo mouse has an accent, but the main kid doesn't. But you recommend this one, oh, right? Absolutely. You enjoy it. It's absolutely. on my list. You'll be proud to know after the uh, Disney original episode, yeah. because I practice what I preach, yeah. I went back and I went on a binge on Disney classics. Yeah. And, and I watched Great Mouse Detective, which I hadn't mm-hmm. seen. I loved mm-hmm. it. I rewatched Pinocchio. I rewatched so many of these Disney films, but I haven't gotten to that one yet. So I, I'm going to watch that because it yeah. sounds like it's, it's good. Oh, it's so much fun. Okay, good. So 1991, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Beauty one, and the Beast. This one changed the game. Right. So, uh, and we're going to talk about that because I'll give you my take. Um, like, no, no, no. Oh, she's looking at me really <laughs> no, I'm like, sternly. No, I'm not looking at you. She's like, what's your take? Well, my, my wife adores this movie. My family adores this movie. Yeah. I remember my father took my mother out on a date to see this film, and uh, I babysitted for them, and they came back, and it was like one of the most magical nights they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right. Beauty and the Beast was a game changer. It, it was the first animated film to get nominated for mm-hmm. Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Uh, Gaston, Bella amazing songs be our guest beauty and the beast i've not been a fan of this movie really why? i know now i'm gonna tell you um i don't know why okay. <laughs> actually but it's not one of the ones i've loved i never disliked it mm-hmm. 
but Danny absolutely adores it my wife mm -hmm. um so she's made me watch it about five or six times so i've appreciated it more when i really started to enjoy it was with the live action one really i don't know why i really enjoyed the live action one more than the ad mm. animated and i know that's blasphemous and i also realize i'm a minority because most people this is one of the most beloved disney films of all time and i take it it's one of your absolute favorites it is definitely it's like definitely my top three favorite uh, classically animated Disney movies. Maybe it's because I didn't actually see the film until years later. I remember because when it came, because it came so out in ninety one, kind of, you had hype for it. Well, no. What I mean is, yeah, yeah, maybe that. Like but people were like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good," and then it kind of didn't meet well, your expectations. Well, if I had seen it in ninety one, mm -hmm. I was like ten, eleven. Yeah. It probably would have resonated with me more. I think I first saw it when I was like again at my like cousins and uncles' house with my brothers when they were young, and I was probably nineteen or twenty, mm -hmm. and that's the first time I watched it. Right. So maybe it didn't resonate with me yeah. as much there. Um, it's a gorgeous film. It it's really just, is. It didn't. It wasn't part of my childhood. Now that I'm saying it out loud, that's what I'm realizing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting about it is, because I'm going to get to what you're saying, but I actually want to say this before I forget. Um, the reason that Beauty and the Beast kind of changed the game and won all the Academy Awards was because it was the very first time that they had shadows actually on the characters, on the cells that they were, uh, the hand-drawn cells that they used to make animated Disney movies out of. What does that mean, shadows on the character? Like, you know how sometimes in old Disney movies you can always tell what the thing is that the person's about to move because it doesn't have as much detail? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. This is the first time that they had put actual shadows on the characters and not just on the backgrounds. Gotcha. So this really... Made it more lifelike. It definitely made it more lifelike. I saw it when it came back out in theaters a couple of years back of the 3D version of it. And... Oh, it was Blew nice on theaters. And I'm assuming you saw this as a child. I did, as a kid, on VHS. Growing up. Yeah, Absolutely. like my, my wife who grew up with this film, yeah. singing the songs with her sister. and Yeah, yeah. it definitely, it's, and I'm one of the few people that actually likes the way that Beast looks after he transforms. Most people are like, <laughs> he looks bad, change him back. Um, and I totally agree that I, I actually really like the live action. Oh, I loved it. There, yeah. there are some parts that I'm like, I would have tweaked that just a little bit. Um, the teleporting book makes no sense whatsoever That's to true. me. <laughs> um, but there, I do definitely yeah. love the live action. When right. I came out of the theater going, wow, I'm happy. I would think about it for a week afterwards. And it was like my happy thought. Yeah. Um, but I can see how it would be like not quite your thing at like something like 20 or something. But again, I know guys. I know dudes, macho dudes. Who worship this movie? Which again who, makes who sense. Who love it? I mean, because they grew up with it. They grew up with yeah. it. They can. They probably relate a little bit to the Beast and yeah. having a girl that can see past the hard shell and all that fun well, jazz. Belle is again. She's such a badass. Yeah. Like she's such a. She's a wonderful character. She is. She she's is not, such a strong female. Like character. where you were talking about Ariel. Ariel's a bit of a brat. She's yeah. rebellious. Yeah. Bella is just a good person. Yeah. And she's really a good confident. person that doesn't fit in. Yeah. Which is really funny because so many people relate to that i relate to that i just because i have never fit into the standard norms i've never fit in with my peers i never fit in, in school i never all those things but in the same way that bell kind of found where she belongs i also found where i belong because yeah. it was like i don't fit in with these people that are wanting me to be a square 
peg in a square hole. Right, right. I'm like, nah, man, I'm like a hexagon with Do glitter you. on me. <laughs> I'm going to go find the other glitter people. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to go find my, you know, talking chandelier people. We're going to have a great old time. Yeah. That, just, that I can definitely see people relating to. Seeing that, you know, here's this very beautiful girl that doesn't fit in. You know, she doesn't fit into those things. So people could relate to that. People could relate to the beast because there's more to them than this angry exterior. A lot of kids yeah. going through teenaged angst can really relate to that. I mean, it is a very magical story. It's the ultimate fairy tale. It really is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a story. The, the Beauty and the Beast story is one of those right up there with like the rags to riches stories. Yeah. It's been remade so many times. Yeah. It can be done in so many different ways. I've loved and watched all of them. Yeah. They're and, so fun. And the villain in this is interesting because there isn't your normal villain. Right. It's Gaston the, is kind of the good macho guy. Gaston is the Prince Charming. Yeah. Gaston is the one that up till this point, the girl has always ended up with this very handsome, beautiful guy. Right. And at this point, she's like, I don't fit that. I don't right. fit that square hole. I'm going You're right. Over it here. really turned tradition on its head. It really did. In classical type of fairy tales. It's it very really true. Did. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and then in the end, Gaston is like the villain. He's actually quite terrifying he at is. the end. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen any of the uh, clips of the Gaston at Disneyland, no. but they're always the most fun because they are just absolutely allowed to be as macho and big and hammy as they possibly can. They're allowed to like lean into that. And oh just yeah. They, they go, that. they just go to town. I'm the most beautiful man in all the land. You know, that whole jazz. That's a great song as well. What's the song? Uh, Gaston. Is it called Gaston? Yeah, it's called Gaston. Danny knows it you word know by word. one slick as Gaston. Oh, no that's one's it, quick that's as it. Gaston. Yeah, it's called Gaston. <laughs> yeah, she knows it. Every mm -hmm. song, word by word. Mm -hmm. I mean, she worships this film. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, okay, good. And then the other characters. I, I, I don't remember them all, but Lumiere, Lumiere Cogsworth, Cogsworth, Chip. Chip, oh, yeah. Chip. Okay, Bradley Pierce, come on the show. Do you know who Bradley Pierce is? No, okay, that? I've invited him on the show. He played Chip in really? the original Disney yes. Beauty and the Beast. Please come yeah. here. <laughs> yes, please. We would love to chat with you. I would love He that was so also much. the kid in the... Uh, Jumanji with Robin Williams. He's the main kid. <gasps> really? Bradley Pierce. I'm oh calling you out. Come on the show, Please. my friend. Yeah. He was going to last year and the schedules didn't work. Oh my anyway, gosh. Yeah. If he does, please invite <laughs> yes, me. Yes, I will. <laughs> oh yeah, with Maddie to the max. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I've covered the kind of the main characters. It's just such a beautiful film. Yeah. Uh, the songs are very iconic. And again, I, I want to say this. It's a film that's grown on me now. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I didn't grow up with it being like a classic. Like Little Mermaid, I remember. And that's what's funny. I mean, I saw Little Mermaid probably when I was 13, 14, but I, I really enjoyed it. And, yeah. you know, kiss the girl you know, yeah. under the sea. I love those yeah. songs. Anyway. All right, good. So Beauty and the Beast, we'll move on from mm -hmm. that. So now here we are, 1992. And look at this. Look how productive Disney are during this period because they are just churning out bona fide hits. So, mm -hmm. you know... Rescuers Down Under, 90. Beauty and the Beast, 91. And then Aladdin, 1992. Yep. So I think Aladdin took it to the next level. Mm -hmm. It was like another game's changer. By the way, all of these films, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, these films are making bank at the yeah. box office. Yeah. Which is definitely helping definitely disney definitely bringing back the 90s nostalgia right. right now 90s nostalgia is very big at the moment right but there was a there As was I a wear a 
90s t-shirt big time but th <laughs> there was a long run where disney didn't have big hits yeah and these films were making 300 million four five hundred million dollars at the box office that's only significant because obviously that really enabled them to keep creating and is why we have some of the most acclaimed films because again you look at the renaissance period i think you'll agree with me i mean they are some of the absolute best yeah that that they've made that Disney have made and it in has terms of to do animated with the fact classics. That that I, that's the period I was growing up in. Yeah, well, nothing, me too. Nothing at all has to do with the, we that may they're be the biased. best ones. We may there, be biased, you know. But on, well, look, they're remaking all the nineties ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so nineteen ninety two Aladdin. I mean, Princess Jasmine, fantastic of character. Of course, I mean, just um, oh, father. Raja was only playing with him, weren't you, Raja? Raja's the tiger, yeah. right? Yeah. Best way to get rid of a guy you don't want. Stick your tiger on him. <laughs> Just have That's a pet tiger. <laughs> but Jasmine's a great character. I, 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 again, I think she's another very pure, strong princess. And, you know, she wants to be the sultan. She mm -hmm. thinks she's worthy of it, but it's I against the rules. I think for her, she wants to just go out and see the world. Yeah. You know, that's what the whole new world is about. She just wants to get out. She's just, I don't want to be grounded anymore. Yeah, so who did the soundtrack? Is this Elton John as well? I believe so. And I he mean, did a whole new Lion world. King too? Whole new that was a world big hit on the radio. Won an Oscar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I the mean, but you're, you're very acclaimed. right that uh, Robin Williams definitely changed the casting. Right. For kind of what they did for the future of disney well because in aladdin the rest of the cast again when i say unknown it's no disrespect to them because they yeah. were probably respected voice actors right. but they weren't celebs but robin think... williams played the genie who yeah. was a big a-list star yeah. and just killed it yeah <laughs> and i believe they had i don't know if they modeled him or they wanted him to voice aladdin was originally based on Tom Cruise. That's right. So Tom Cruise was one of the biggest stars at the time. Yeah. And Disney um, molded his character off of Tom Cruise. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't voice him. It would have no, been awesome no, he, if he had. He, but... didn't ha he didn't do that. They had, I think, one of the kids from... Uh, tim allen show uh, really home uh, improvement home improvement i think it was one of the kids i i know all the stuff through my wife i've never seen an episode don't of quote that. me on that anyway i mean robin williams so iconic mm -hmm. so good yeah I've seen the live action remake of Aladdin. I know you have I just rewatched the original for one of my impression videos on my channel so it's very fresh in my mind yeah. right now Here's, here's what I'll say, because no spoilers, but A, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah. I kind of did go in with low expectations, and I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. But what surprised me the most is I thought Will Smith killed it That's as the good. genie. And I think he did Robin Williams proud. Mm -hmm. I think Robin Williams would nod in approval mm -hmm. because he made it his own. Yeah. He did his own thing. Yeah. He wasn't trying to copy Robin Williams Which is because good. you can't I mean, do that. You 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 really can't. Yeah. It's impossible you to need do that. someone larger than life. And <laughs> Dave Castellaneto is that kind of person. tried. Who? Dave Castellaneto that uh I believe he voices Homer Simpson and he voiced uh the genie in uh the like second the sequel? Yeah, and there's a in sequel? the sequel? Yeah. There's oh, wow. a, there's actually three Aladdin movies. There's Aladdin, Aladdin Jafar's Return and Aladdin King of Thieves. Oh wow. And Aladdin Jafar's Return was the direct sequel and major drop in budget and they didn't have robin williams come back so they, they used dave, this other they guy they had dave Castellaneto trying to didn't be work robin williams he also voiced the genie in the tv show for aladdin and yeah it didn't work because they were scripting the funny things that robin williams would just come up with wow 
Well, and this one's successful already at the box yeah, office. So Who knows? Maybe really they'll do a sequel. That, <laughs> that, you know, Will Smith isn't trying to be Robin Williams. He's being Will Smith being the genie. Yeah, he is really good. is. And again, it just needed a big personality. And yeah. he, he brings his fresh attitude and personality to it. Because he's a fresh prince of That's Bel-Air. right. You like how I did that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. It doesn't hold up to the original, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even think it's trying to. Well, that's um, good. And I just, it's funny, I just watched the original one a week ago as well, yeah. um, kind of in preparation for this. And, and it's my second favorite Disney film of oh, all nice. time, um, Aladdin. So the fact that I enjoyed the live action, I was kind of surprised with. And then the songs, yeah, A Whole New World, but Never Had a Friend Like Me. I, I love that song. Oh, gosh, yes. I love that song so much. It's one of my favorites. I love um, Abu. And uh, damn, what's the parrot? Um, Diego? Iago. Iago, Iago. I just realized... Jafar doesn't have a villain song. No, he doesn't. Does he not? He doesn't. Does he sing at all? No. In the original? No. Because he doesn't. In, he doesn't in the live action. No, Jafar doesn't have a song. Oh my goodness! I am just realizing this. That's crazy. Because that, wow, I was saving Jafar for last because he's one of my favorite villains. Yeah. He's so deliciously spooky yeah and he doesn't have his signature song that's amazing i didn't know that either wow you're right right yeah well, i mean we both just saw it yeah this is like live podcasting guys yeah, we're both I'm blown just away realizing this <laughs> i think you're right i mean i just saw it again yeah although he never sings in it no he never he never does not not a note that's crazy that is crazy yeah, but if, right. if you do want to see he's delicious he is but if you do so want to see a fun version where Jafar does sing, check out the musical Twisted, which is it's it's not for kids. It is definitely there's definitely some adult language happening in this musical, um, but it is called Twisted. The story, the untold story of a royal vizier, which is the story of Aladdin from Jafar's point of view. Oh, wow. And I absolutely adore this. It's great. It is really it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's a group called Star Kid. Uh, They did the very Potter musicals. If any of you are familiar with those and it is very fun. It's very heartfelt, um, little raunchy at times, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, so this isn't for the young, it's not for the youngins. Don't try and show this to your (laughs) chillins. But if you do want to see a fun new take on Jafar, definitely check out twisted. Oh, I'm going to check that out. I have no affiliation with these people whatsoever. (laughs) I just, you just like it like this show. That's great. (laughs) Okay, good. So moving on from Aladdin. I mean, Aladdin was fantastic. I loved it. Um, I mean, just when you thought maybe Disney couldn't do any better, 1994, The Lion King. Well, obviously, that was the year I was born. They had to really pull really? all the stops. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I think I, you know this. The Lion King is my favorite animated film of all time. Really? Oh, of all time. That's amazing. Th- this film makes me sob. Like, well, I, I adore I'm this I'm curious film. to know what you're going to think of the live action. I don't know. I'm nervous, but we'll yeah. see. I'm ner- Don't get me wrong. It gives me goosebumps. Yeah. But it has no reason for being, and that's what makes me nervous. Yeah, that is kind of Because thing. Aladdin almost was like that, but Will Smith kind of saves it because he does something different. Yeah. And you haven't seen Aladdin as a live action. Yeah. So the spectacle, the, the production design, the costume design is phenomenal. Yeah. For The Lion King, I'm I'm kind of worried because yeah. it the, the trailer it makes me you know it makes it's, me quiver. It looks it's, phenomenal it's, it's with the music, shot. but it's shot for shot. So and then we'll it's see. Like, but it's it's live action, but completely computer generated. Look, I'm not 
who am I kidding? I'll be first in line to see it. <laughs> I, I know I will. Well, when the uh, live action Little Mermaid comes out, <laughs> I will be doing the same. I mean, I, I, I'm so I'm surprised they haven't. That isn't like on the fast track. Isn't I, that crazy? I heard that Zendaya was going to be doing it, but then I heard that Leah Michelle was doing it. It's been it. back and forth. Like, yeah. And Lindsay Lohan is still trying to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like recruit herself for yeah. it. It's so funny. No, Mulan, I think, is next. But yes. I'm just surprised Which it's not on the first good. track. But let's talk Lion King. You, I mean, yes. you love Lion I King, I love Lion right? King. I've done a live action Lion King on my channel. What's your all-time favorite Disney film? Little I don't Mermaid. Think Okay, good. So it is Little Mermaid. Yeah, That's your all-time favorite That one. is my little... I, okay, I, good. I've tried to change it to Milan. I've tried to change it to other things. I've tried to change Beauty and the Beast. That but keeps like, the crown. It, I keep coming back to it. Uh, it's, it's a great pick. Trust me. It's in my top five for sure. The mermaid in me. Yeah. No, I, I adore it. Yeah. I mean, so, Lion King. Lion King. I mean, this is Elton John as well, right? Is it Elton John? The Circle of Life. He released that as a song. Really? Yeah, it was a huge, was like, John. number one hit. Well, see, there's the whole, like, umbaya, maoma, like, right, yeah. kind of African beautiful music. But yeah. then he kind of released it as an actual song. The, the Circle of Life. I'm Unless I'm making this up, I'm pretty sure it was Elton John. That's awesome. And it was like a single and everything. It was like a big deal. That's really cool. So... The Lion King mm -hmm. had celebrities, Jeremy Irons mm -hmm. as Scar, mm -hmm. so good. James Earl Jones mm. as Mufasa. I'm so glad they got him back for the Coming back action. for the original. I'm just like, yes. Simba. Mm -hmm. And who was Simba? Matthew Broderick, right? He was yeah. the one from Home Improvement. Yeah. Matthew Broderick? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was one of the kids from Home Improvement. Was he? I think so. Matthew Broderick's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I, I don't know. From was the 80s? From the... I don't. I don't know these. <laughs> it's okay. <things. laughs> Matthew Broderick um, played like the grown-up Simba. Oh, the grown-up Simba, not the kid. No, so I'm maybe about the, the kid. Simba. Okay, the kid is probably who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He who shall not be named. <laughs> because I cannot remember. remember his name <laughs> from Home Improvement. Uh, That's yeah, probably that true. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the others, but they started to have big names. Yes. You know. Um, and then the songs. I mean. Okay, Akuna Matata, look at my t-shirt. Yes. And I'm yeah. not just wearing this because it's our episode. It's my favorite t-shirt. You know, it means no worries. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, the songs, the circle of life. I just can't wait to be king. Yes. And the characters oh, in Timon Lion and King. Pumba, which is Ugh, hysterical. Timon they, and they, Pumba. They are so iconic. And they only show up halfway through the movie. I know. And they are so That's what iconic. everyone remembers the most. Yes. Even just that little shot of the live action trailer of them like, who are you? Yeah, are you? Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. in the theater went crazy. And yes. it's like a millisecond shot of them. <laughs> uh, I love them. I mean, all of them. And Scar, what a delicious oh, again, villain. A great Disney villain eating the scenery. I mean, just truly. Yeah. I mean, from the moment you see him, you understand what he's about. He's toying with that mouse. Right. And you absolutely get this character. His voice. I mean, I'm. That's another thing I'm nervous about because the way Jeremy Irons does, like Scar, yeah, like his like, voice is oh, so. so. Oh, yeah. Sazu, don't be such a stick exactly. in the mud or something. I don't know. It's so menacing, but kind of but kind coy. of playful. Yeah, coy you know, and. and uh. Yeah. I think it's really interesting because Scar is the kind of villain that doesn't get his hands dirty. Right. Like he That's has. Right. Yeah. He has his. his uh, the hyenas. The hyenas right? start yeah. the stampede. You know, he's not directly involved. The only thing that he ever really does is the fact that he lets Mufasa fall. Right. In the process, Long scarring a whole. The king. Yeah. Scarring, scarring an entire all generation. children of the 90s. <laughs> 
have never gotten over oh, that. It's one of the and worst death show it spoilers to us again. again Just, as a live action. Yeah, remake. that'll that'll be good. That'll uh, that'll end well. I'm sure this this generation needs to be thoroughly scarred by scar. What's the mother called? Sarabi. Okay, it's so bad that I always forget the mother, and I hate to say this. What's the the girl called? The, Nala. The, Nala. Okay, See, good. Nala's easy to remember. Sarabi. Nala, Nala's a good character. I Sarabi just forgot. Sarabi is. Her name is said once in the right, film. Right. Really. And it's said by Scar. He's like Sarabi, and you don't really know until you've really watched a bunch of time that he's calling her name. It kind of sounds like a weird sort of battle cry. Right. Like, is he trying to cast a spell? Like Sarabi. Yeah, because you're right. She's very. I like. I, unfortunately, I don't really remember much of her. And then there's the bird. What's the bird? Um, Zazu. I'm like, oh, Zazu. Zazu's a great <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Rowan Atkinson, a yeah, British actor. Yeah. Mr. Bean. <laughs> that's right. I love him. And then the the is it orangutan or a, the the monkey? Oh, oh, oh. Um. I'm like, Rafiki. Rafiki. Yes. There you go. Sorry, the, you're bringing it all back to me. The wonderful, crazy monkey man. Yeah, lifting baby Simba up. And okay. in that shot, a millions of cats were then also raised up and tortured <laughs> from that day on, including mine. That's right, because they're all <laughs> like you are. Simba. Simba. <laughs> That's so true. And let's talk about the opening. To me, the opening of The Lion King is one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. Um, aesthetic sequences in movie history. Like, yeah. seriously. It's yeah. one of my favorite opening sequences with that whole... Sunrise. Sunrise, lifting Simba, yeah. all of the animals. Yeah, and it's, it is it a, is a wonderful showcase of show, don't tell, because there's no narration. That's right, the first two, couple minutes. Yeah. yeah, there's no narration. There's no explaining what is happening it is just here's the sun here's this music music we see these animals going oh we need to go that way and they're all moving that way and then it's this great shot of all of them there in pride rock and you see mufasa standing there clearly looking over all of them and them all there to see him and you see just the way that they animate him that he's very much the king he's the king and then you see rafiki coming over and he is this wise, crazy old dude, but he has this love and respect <laughs> for him. And then it's showing Simba, and it's like, here's it's the so new... unspoken, isn't it's it? It's so yeah. unspoken. It's so show don't just tell. the look the yeah. monkey gives Mufasa, the, and yeah. then just the raising him and ha- watching the crowd go crazy. Yeah. It's like this is first of all, here's your main character introduction. Pay attention to this little dude, right. and it's also. It's basically a coronation. You reenacted that so well. <laughs> well <laughs> she was like doing all these physical movements and everything, but you guys listening, you, you missed it's out. What I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I, anyway, I love it. Yeah, it's you just you completely incredible. understand the world of the Lion King with that. Yeah, and it was supposed to be a flop, so it made like a billion dollars. Yeah, that was the B team. Of right. Disney working on. I Lion didn't know King. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I think that they thought Hunchback of Notre Dame was going to be the big thing. Really. And so, or maybe it was Pocahontas. I don't remember. Well, we're going to get to those. We're going to we're going to get to those. But they thought that Lion King was going to be eh, whatever. So when you go back and watch it, you realize there is a lot of humor yeah. in it that they were like, well. You know, it's not going to be as big as Hunchback of Notre Dame. So let's throw some fun humor in there. And there's some great jokes that I'm just like, if they thought that this was going to be the big thing, there's no way that they would have put this joke in there. Like what? Um, Like the... Pumba, not in front of the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, oh. I mean, everything with Timon and Pumba. Everything with Timon and Pumba was just a little, like, tongue-in-cheek. Edgy, yeah. Yeah, like, 
they were clearly having some fun with this yeah, because yeah. they didn't think that it was going to be the big hit that it was. That's so and then funny it was. to think about. Uh, yeah, it was I great. mean, arguably, I think Lion King in popularity is the most popular Disney movie. Well, it's also the story of Hamlet. That's right. So again, yeah, Shakespeare's Hamlet, it They've really is that. they said that it's not. But, but it, it is. Not, but it is. Yeah, it, it is. It totally is. You know, and it's, from, it's... A, from a kid's perspective to understand it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's... Lion King Hamlet. Yeah. Anyway, I, I adore that film. Um, it's still my all-time favorite yeah. animated movie. So I, I also, it's going to be tough yeah, to it's gonna dethrone be, it. It's going to be really hard to yeah. do that. But what's what's interesting is the main character. I love seeing main characters like go through such heavy character arcs. Right. And Simba is a great example of that. I mean, you totally see as a kid, he's like, I'm going to be king. I'm looking forward to it. And then to have this tragedy befall him. And then he doesn't want that. He has to run away and become this other person. And then deciding to go back and face the things that he thinks that he's done. It's really a wonderful character. Art yeah, that you, absolutely. I love seeing characters go away and then come back as kind of something new. Yeah. Well, you're right, because Akuna Matada was all about no worries and him yeah. just being carefree. Yeah. But he realizes he's like the rightful heir to the throne. And yeah. this Scar guy is, so he he's to got to, go. oh, there's no food. That, like he's starving all the other yeah. clans and stuff. The, so The ecosystem is out. Yeah. Right. So he's he's got to go. He has to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you're totally right. He's got to go sit on the Iron Throne. <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> reference. It just it just ended. So sad. Uh, check out my episode. <laughs> Shameless plug. Okay, we're going to move on from Lion King. Huge, huge success. Probably the biggest Disney had. Uh, critically, commercially, mm-hmm. all of the pop culture, all, all the merchandise, yeah. Uh, Oscars. Yeah, again, I think it won songs and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with all of that, the very next film that Disney do is the Goofy movie, <laughs> 1995. Isn't that funny? That is. That's actually really funny. Again, this film they, is popular. They didn't think that Lion King was going to be as big as that it was. That kind of reaffirms what you just yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Goofy movie is very popular. It's got a great it's, song. It's, yeah. It's true. I mean, first of all, it's Goofy. Yeah. Classic. But then it it does have a very nice cult following to it. Yeah. It's like a cult up. classic yeah, film. Cause yeah. Because. It's one of the few Disney movies that is like in modern day. Right. Most of the time they're in the past. That's a good point. Yeah. So this is the first one where they have cars and school it's and like cell phones. It's like Shore is in this film. Yeah. yeah it's like this is first It's world. fun. It, it, yeah. it is. It's a very fun and it's got... But it is quite forgettable fun. to me. <laughs> Especially compared to The Lion King. Especially compared to its own sequel. I mean, right. extre- the extremely goofy movie, I actually feel is a better movie. Oh, really? It's it's like in college and it's a little bit more like... They have like X games in it. It's like, it's a little crazy, but really fun. That's funny. Definitely add that to your list of things to watch. To check out. Because that's a really good Disney sequel. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Goofy movie. I've actually seen someone remake the entire opening number from that. After Seriously? The day. Oh, it's a great number. It's a great number. And some of the soundtrack pieces people to this day love. Like there's a whole concert sequence where they go to not Michael Jackson's show. Right. Because that's not Michael Jackson. Yeah, but basically Yeah, it but Stand Out <laughs> is people's like love that song so yeah. much that they actually just put it in the DuckTales reboot. Really? They actually did a callback to that of them actually singing Stand Out and was like, oh, that is nice. That's cool. That's really good. Yeah, my wife loves this film. It's really fun. It's adorable. It's fun. It's a really yeah. fun son 
father-son bonding movie. Right, right. I agree with that. Yeah. With Goofy. With Goofy, <laughs> you know. One of the few Disney people that actually has a kid. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mickey moving... Mickey can't say he has those. That's true. That's very true. Okay, so same year, 1995, Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. So are you a big fan of Pocahontas? Because I'm not so I'm much. Like, yeah, I like it. Like it's okay. But it's... Of the Renaissance, it's one of the... It's probably my least favorite, honestly. And I think I have more problems with the sequel, which kind of bleed over into the original for me. So it definitely keeps it from being like, oh, I love this thing. Yeah. Like, because in this, it's really about Pocahontas and John Smith. And that's Mel Gibson, of all people, voicing that. Like, okay, sure. Um, Some of the visuals beautiful right. breathtaking it, it's quite beautiful to look at i remember yeah. that like the, the animation for her hair was memorable songs challenge. to me are uh, there any color of the wind that's the only that's one like okay. the big, that's yeah. the big one but I, I know that the sequel for me was very upsetting because the whole thing for the first one was pocahontas and john they did, the sequel. <laughs> they did and then it was like okay in this other one here's pocahontas and this other guy and she's really in love with this other guy so it's kind of like wait so the entirety of this movie her being in love with john kind of had now no point in love with this completely other dude. I'm whose all, name is also John. Not confusing at all. Right. <laughs> sure. Um, who, oh, the villain. Um, yeah, see, I didn't even remember vi- the he villain. He is a little bit forgettable. Who is it? Uh, I want to say Radigan, but that's from the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, I remember his number. His song is Gold. Like Gold. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. I don't so Pocahontas pa- is a bit of a. Blank it, it, to me, it honestly. Is. It is a bit of a so. I'm sorry because I know some people love and this. I, yeah, and it thank is. God my wife isn't one of them because <laughs> then she'd be offended it's, at me. It's an okay, right? One again, and that song, it, "Color of the Wind," I, I do. Disney know. thought it was going to be its big hit, and it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. Now it did okay. It did okay. It was modest. Yeah, but it wasn't anything big. Yeah, it's you, especially you, compared to you Lion d- King. You don't see Pocahontas currently on the rosters to be made into a live action. Right. Exactly. Okay, fine. Well, we'll move on from that. Um, 1996, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Again? So that's Demi Moore. Yeah. Um, and then um, the guy who voices him is that actor who vanished. Um, he did, did a few of those. He did Amadeus. Um, oh. Tom Hulse. He plays the um, the Hunchback oh. of Notre Dame, which is so interesting to me. Such a fantastic actor who just retired. Yeah. Um. But the villain mm. in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. So many times. What's his name? Frollo. Is so spooky. He is. So many times. I've seen so many lists where they're like the number one Disney villain. And Frollo tends to be at the very top he's a of it. baby killer. Attempted? Attempted baby we, killer? We never actually confirmed that he has killed but a baby. Like but it opens know, with that. Like he's planning to do it. Yeah, I mean, he's planning to do that. Do you that. think he's underrated? I do. Because I think he's a phenomenal I villain. Think he's terrifying. He, he is definitely, I mean, for, he has one of the best songs. Best Disney songs, Hellfire. Oh, it's just oh, it's, okay. it's yeah. See, I epic. don't remember the music, but I remember Frollo. Yeah, you can you can pick apart Frollo's character, and you kind of see kind of sort of what he's doing, where he's coming from, and his own kind of self hatred. Yeah, and his his so determination of being pure and right kind of makes you go, "What have you done that you now are doing this?" Right. Because you don't attack people this much if you haven't done something like this. Absolutely. Yeah. And he he is a fascinating character. 
I, the thing I love best, though, is the animation, again. I was going to say, the animation is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. That's the building. God Save the Outcasts. That's, is... the, that's the building that yeah. just burnt down yeah, the, in um, France. The, um... the Notre Dame. Yeah, the Notre Dame. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so crazy to think that in real life that burnt down. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Downer. Downer. Keep it going. Keep it, okay. Bring it back up. <laughs> Bring it back up. Uh, the songs, like, uh, things What are like... the songs from? I God don't remember. God Save the Outcasts gorgeous song um out there is a beautiful want song like you know in every every disney movie there's an i want song like i want to be where the people are i want to go outside the castle walls i you know that's the i want song and quasimodo's i want song of just one day out there Mm. just being able to be among them is so beautiful because it starts so down low just like I'm here in this thing, and then it builds into this beautiful crescendo of him standing on the rooftop, being one day out there. It's yeah. oh, I I love the soundtrack for yeah. it, and the Broadway version of it is epic. Really, truly, I mean, they absolutely lean into the uh, choir cathedral sound of it, and it is just. Oh, I just, it's, my ears were not prepared for yeah. how amazing it sounds. Yeah, it was a pity that this one, it, this one flopped. It did. It wasn't successful, it it but definitely... it's actually quite good. It is quite good. Yeah, I, Very I don't different love from the it, material. but I enjoy it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It is different. <laughs> the, the book is very different yeah but that's one that if people haven't checked out the hunch uh back of notre dame mm-hmm. disney's version um yeah. they really should check it out ignore the sequel really okay don't, yeah it's so funny that you know all the sequels of these films because in many cases i didn't even know they existed yeah pretty much every <laughs> single classic disney movie has a sequel most of the time so funny yeah well actually mulan 2 i like because my yeah, wife made me watch always. it always <laughs> i like mulan 2 uh cinderella 3 is so it's much so funny fun. that there's a cinderella 3 it is it is so much fun it's again it's like we're gonna have fun with this we're gonna send them back in time it's cinderella 3 a twist in time really they go back like back fairy, to the future fairy, <laughs> yeah kind of uh evil stepmother gets fairy godmother's wand and decides to make anastasia the one that the prince danced with at the That's thing hilarious it's like, to me it's so much fun like there are bad ones but there are <laughs> rare hidden there you gem go. check sequels. out the sequels as well yes Okay, moving on. 1997, Hercules. Mm. Hercules is a guilty pleasure mm. to me. Mm-hmm. So you love mm-hmm. Hercules. Mm-hmm. I, I Who had, put the glad and gladiator? Look, I never, even, I never even knew this film existed. Mm-hmm. Like, it came and went on the Disney really? period to me. My, I watched it my nonstop wife, as a oh, kid. Oh, my wife loves it i've watched it three times with her and i love it i don't remember who the cast oh james wood mm-hmm. is hades yeah the, the villain yeah so good and, and who's the girl oh 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 i know this um she's what's uh, the name of the character uh, oh well the girl's name is meg i'm trying to remember the voice actress um someone pretty famous i think right? it's <laughs> it's okay. I could have told you this yesterday. It's okay. I knew that. I know this. You I can swing this. back round to it. But I like. I really liked her character. Her because she's like bad at first yeah. and then good. She's sassy. We, right. This is Very the first sassy. time we have had a sassy female yeah. in a Disney movie. Yeah. And then Hercules is a great character. Susanna Egan. Susanna Egan. Okay, yeah. so she must be a famous voice actress then. Uh, kind she? of. I mean, she's okay. she's been in a lot of stuff. Who played Hercules? I don't remember. I have. 
No yeah, idea. so I think James... Danny DeVito... Is he in this? He, yeah, Danny DeVito was Phil, the really? little satyr. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. James Woods was the big name attached to the villain, Hades, yeah. who was delicious. And he completely changed the character. Yeah. I mean, they first came... He, oh, you mean the, James Woods did? Yeah, they... <laughs> They originally wanted him to be much more menacing, and James Woods came in and gave him like this Jewish kind of Yiddish kind of feel. I mean, to he was him. still pretty menacing, but oh, yeah, absolutely. he was funny too. But yeah. he loved yeah. playing yeah, Hades yeah. in every opportunity he took to play Hades. He played him in the TV shows, the spinoffs, the really? video games. Every single time he would play. It's a delicious Hades. character. He yeah. loved Hades. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. That's very cool. Some of the great music. I mean, there's only say the musical numbers in hercules mm-hmm. to me are phenomenal mm-hmm. like the whole opening one oh yeah i loved the it gospel sound i love yeah. that it, it feels a little like vegas-y in a way i mean certainly different from the other movies of that time period it's really interesting because i'll talk to people who are like who were raised in the 80s and they're like oh i hate hercules really I hate it. it's wow. so different because they were raised with uh, the the you know the classic stuff with you know Snow White Sleeping Beauty very very different feel from Hercules Hercules comes in and it's kind of a little crazy it's a little out there right but me who's raised on this I love it some of the lyrics are so fun and witty and bright I mean who put the glad in Gladiator yeah it's Hercules fantastic. zero to hero oh just again no villain song. There isn't, is there? No. Hold on. Hades doesn't sing at all? Hades doesn't really? sing at all. But one thing you said about this film that's a perfect description is mm. sassy. Yeah. It's such a sassy it's so film. so sassy. It really is. Phil is sassy. Pegasus yeah. is sassy. That's Danny Zeus DeVito. Is, that's, that's awesome. Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very sassy. Wonderful transformation of... Uh, uh, Hercules and that. Right. The song I Can Go the Distance resonates so strongly with so many people because, mm. again, it's that feel of I don't belong here. Where am I supposed to be? I'm kind of stuck. Right. And then it turns into this I can find where I'm supposed to be. I can go the distance. Yeah. So that really does resonate with a lot of people, certainly my age. Right. Yeah, it's so interesting because again, this film wasn't very successful, but it was really well. It was quite um, critically, it was quite well received, Uh but it wasn't a hit. But it is, it's very popular. People, so hard to people love this film. Absolutely, it's great. Yeah, I I enjoy it. No, no, it wasn't wasn't a big successful movie. No, well, remember, they're all in the the footsteps and shadows now of like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Lion King, which were just monsters. The successes. I, I just I grew up with them on VHS yeah. so much, and I watched I watched yeah. them so many times that yeah. I was sure everyone else was watching them yeah. as many I, times. I thoroughly enjoyed Hercules, though. I think that's a it's a great Absolutely. film. Okay, so then the next again they're literally churning these films out almost every single year. Yeah, I mean Disney is just on a roll. Uh, Nineteen ninety eight Mulan. Mm-hmm. So Mulan is probably one in my top five. Yeah, I, I absolutely of like all the the animated films. I watched this film for the first time five or six years ago. Yeah. My wife introduced it to me. It came and went uh, to me when it came out. It wasn't a huge success, um, but critically it was quite successful as well. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a big box office hit at all. But man, I love this movie. See, this is the, was this the first one? Pretty much. This is the first Disney movie where she basically had no interest 
been like what's the character the the girl um mulan oh duh <laughs> mulan okay that's so funny my blonde moment I, for, yeah i also couldn't remember i wanted to say ping and i was like no that's well, her fake day she's not an actual princess and she's right. not trying to be a princess this is a, a girl who wants to go fight for her father yeah. and represent she him goes in battle into the army yeah. so that he doesn't have to because she doesn't want him to die faking herself to be a, a, a man a yeah. boy yeah the visuals in mm -hmm. mulan Stunning, and what was his character? Eddie Murphy as Mushu. I fell in love with him. That's what made me fall in love with the movie. Was the visuals? The story is gorgeous, and then Eddie Murphy as Mushu. I already love him as Donkey from Shrek. And again, I only discovered this film like six years ago. Yeah, and I was like, I love this movie. We've seen it like five or ten times since. It's also one of the only movies that has the main female character. With a body count. Really? Yeah. Mulan has the largest body count of anybody in the Disney universe. Wow, you mean like who she killed? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of she killed, grim. She kills almost the entire Hun army. Oh my God, she does. <laughs> yes. she, with the Avalanche. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say the, the one weak element to me in Mulan is the villain. Um, the, vil oh, the villain is yeah. kind of weak to I me. I mean, you really forget about No him. song as well. No song. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know. I yeah. don't know. You don't yeah. really remember because he's not really the point. Strangely right. enough, that's true, which is probably why it didn't bother it. me. Actually, yeah, yeah, because it's real. You want to see Mulan succeed at being a fighter, right? Go and who are the sidekicks? The different. Um, there's the big one, the small one. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> the angry one. Yeah. Um. Uh, I want to say Ling, Chin. So Yang funny. Po, you actually almost know these things. And Yao. Yao, Yao's definitely King one of them. Of the rock. Yeah. Anyway, I love those little side characters. Mm -hmm. They're great. But but Mushu, I mean, Mushu. stole the movie the for me. Cricket. Yeah. The lucky cricket oh yeah, the little lucky cricket. Uh, Eddie <laughs> um, Murphy. Voiced by uh, Ming Nang Wang. Uh, oh, that's right. Playing Mulan. That's right. When I first found out about that, I was like, no way. Yeah, Ming Nang Wang. She's in Agents of Shield. She's in Agents yeah. of Shield, and I was like. That's Mulan. Yeah. That explains so much. And is this true? There was some source that came out when Mulan was big. I've heard this and it's in Rick and Morty. McDonald's or Burger King or something released a special Mulan source in the 90s. Oh, a sauce. Like a, sorry, a sauce, <laughs> not a source. I'm British. I you were saying like a sword. <laughs> no, a sauce. No, sorry. A sauce. It hurts my vocal cords sorry, to try and say it American. Um, it, it, is that true? Actually, well, I you were probably like four. That. So I, it's so, because it, it's a thing, it's a running joke in Rick and Morty that mm -hmm. like when that film came out, there was like this special dipping sauce, you know, <laughs> that was like so delicious that doesn't exist anymore. But I don't, I don't I, remember that. I didn't know about that. that. Yeah. Mean... I, I, I guess maybe someone made it up. Maybe it was true. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I don't remember that at all. Anyway, that's Mulan. A really beautiful film. Look, I'm actually looking forward to the live action for that. Oh, I yeah. really hope I they mean, have Eddie Murphy just in a dragon costume, though. <laughs> well, that's the one thing that bums me out is I don't know how they're going to do Mushu. Yeah, or and if they it, even going to have Mushu. Yeah, they I mean, it's definitely not Mushu. Eddie Murphy. Well, yeah. how can they cut him out? But exactly, it's a, I'm a bit nervous on how they're going to do that. But in terms of set pieces and cinematography, I mean, it could be stunning. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for it. And that's, I think, the next one coming out, right, yes. in the next year or so. No, Lion King. 
than oh yeah yeah sorry i mean after yeah after lion uh, king what's coming out this year is lion king and then still maleficent 2 yeah this year which you're you're apparently really excited i I really like oh i liked the first one it was good it was it was a solid and it was an original story it was shocker like it wasn't just a shot for shot remake it was like here's a different take on this a story that you never thought to think about before people hated it because it was like we want to see the mistress of all evil i'm like you want to see that go watch the original yeah. This is actually something different. It wasn't a, let's just give you a new coat of paint here. Exactly. All right. Well, we're almost done. We're going to round out our okay. renaissance period okay. here. 1999 Tarzan. Mm-hmm. So this is another one that kind of wasn't successful. Yeah. Um, wasn't even critically successful either. Um I enjoy it. I my wife too. screened it to me for the first. It's so funny. My wife is the one schooling me on the whole <laughs> Renaissance period. Like she, Your you wife know, is awesome. yeah, she loves no them question. all. She adores them. Uh, I was kind of surprised how much I enjoyed Tarzan. Mm-hmm. The opening was quite dark to me. Yeah, with those freaking tigers, like yeah, the, the, killing the family. Yeah, and, kill, killing the baby gorilla and oh the parents. Oh my goodness! It's like, yeah, it's a very dark opener. But again, a great visual of show, don't tell. Yeah. They don't say anything. Right. And you get what is happening completely. The just the juxtaposition between the two families, the gorilla family and the right. human family. Also, I'm a sucker for a good stranded on a beach treehouse story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just really yeah. like the treehouses they end up building. Yeah. And I don't remember the cast. Tony Goldwyn is the actor who plays Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Minnie Driver yes. is the main girl. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. a British actress I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the villain as well as kind of forgettable. Although, again, his death mm-hmm. was gruesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, holy moly. He, I like, didn't get it. He gets hung, right? He does. Or when I was younger, I definitely didn't get In it. Also, vines when I was tree. younger, I didn't realize that Meg was working for her for uh, Hades. So that was a little bit of like a, <gasps> Meg oh my works goodness. for Hades. I, right. I remember when I had that realization, uh, I was pretty, I was like seven or something. And I was, I had seen the movie a bajillion times at that point, And I finally got it. Same thing with uh, uh, Clayton. Um, and he, that was a good twist though, because you find out at first you think he's there to protect them. Right. But at the end, he's got this whole pirate ship and yeah, you know, and when I didn't I was see younger, that coming. I really yeah. didn't understand what had happened to Clayton because right. they didn't, really show it on screen it was just kind of like he was fighting a lot of things were happening clay no and then he fell and then he was gone it truly was one of the darkest disney films yeah and it took me years and finally my brother going pause it here and me going and you see the silhouette the shadow yeah of of him hanging and i was like whoa hanging in there it's like yeah Yeah. it's it's a dark disney death yeah yeah but it is well deserved it is. And the moments with the gorillas and with Tarzan. Are Tarzan learning really good. was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. You really actually see the chemistry between him and Jane. Because a lot of the times in the Disney movies, you do see a lot of just, hey, we like each other. We've known each other for two days. Right. Now we're in love. Yeah. That, that, that character build up, I really like. She yeah. stays with him in the end. Like, she does. Me, Jane. Me, yeah, Tarzan. You know? It's really Sweet. And the mother gorilla, I actually really like that. Yes. What's the name of the mother gorilla? Um, See, I, I, it's not wait. so memorable, but I do. I know the dad's name her. is Kerchak. Okay. And her name. I know. I keep putting um, you on the spot. <laughs> wait, no, I know. Th- I know my Disney trivia. Her name is not Rosa. Um, Kala. 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 Yeah, that is it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. There you go. And ding. And. <laughs> 
um, Ro- Roseanne. Roseanne. Roseanne, Roseanne plays. Roseanne Barr plays yes, the friend. Uh, yeah, which she is a plays, boy monkey, right? She, yeah, see, it's a boy monkey. Are you sure? Yes. Because Danny was like, point. it's a boy monkey. And I was are like, you, and that's are Roseanne. You sure? Yeah, because yeah, she plays, um, not Tantor. Um, it's the best friend. Yeah, it's the best friend. It's Turk. Yeah. But there is a point very early on in the movie when her mother. When a Turk's mother is like, all right, little missy, time for bed. Oh, really? So I do think oh. that Turk is actually a My girl. wife said it was a boy. I, I know. I, it was I, very, know. I always Everyone thought the Turk was, was a, a girl, too. Oh, I, I always thought boy. that uh, Turk was a boy. So it was, yeah, it was like it took me a very long time to go, yeah. oh, well, that explains why Turk is so upset when Tarzan leaves. But it's a fun, it's a fun film. Again, it's a lot, it's a lot oh, darker than normal. But and I enjoy the camera movement Tarzan. actually in that movie is amazing because this is the first time they really integrated a CG right. into the background. Yeah, when he's swinging all over the oh, place, it's pretty all incredible. Over, there's a point when uh, Kala first gets little baby Tarzan, and the cheetah starts chasing her through the house, and it's a very fast movement, and the camera follows her all the way through the house. It's about 15 seconds and it's a very fast movement and it's wow. incredibly animated yeah it's things like that when he's jungle surfing all that stuff is yeah. really very impressive animation. yeah people should definitely check out tarzan yeah. i i i was pleasantly surprised that i enjoyed it but again it's it's a darker one it so is. for not for I mean, the super not, young kiddos it's not like the black cauldron well, i mean dark, it's disney but it's but, disney yeah. darker wow is black cauldron that dark visually <laughs> See, story wise it. it's uh, kind of like boring but visually it has some really dark imagery really yeah. all right okay so we got two more left for our renaissance period Alrighty. so this goes all the way through an 89 to 2000 okay so we're now in the year 2000 fantasia i never saw it did you oh I saw Fantasia 2000. I have Fantasia this 2000. Is, this is Fantasia 2000. Oh, this is Fantasia 2000, yeah. not the original Fantasia. No, no. So Fantasia 2000 came out in 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was right. like the, the sequel Duh. or something. <laughs> yeah. I think Don't worry. I had my blonde moment plan. earlier. Disney's What's her name? <laughs> on Mulan. <laughs> Disney's original plan for Fantasia was to release one each year, which is why it was Fantasia. And then this one was Fantasia 2000. Oh. It didn't really work out that way. So there's only ever two. But I actually really enjoy Fantasia. People like 2000. this more than the original, yes. right? Yeah. Um, mainly, be, I rather enjoy the parts where they cut away from the musical animated bits mm. and have actual people explaining stuff, which made more sense to me. Um, and the numbers aren't nearly so extremely. What's even long. the story of Fantasia Two Thousand? There's 2000. not really a it's story. It's all musical, it's theatrical, musical number, well-known musicals, but then it's put to animation with mickey mouse and some of them like that's where you get the sorcerer's apprentice with the um you know mickey with the the oh right 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 the wizard hat that's where you get this that classic image it's very iconic it's very iconic now but most people haven't actually seen what's originally (laughs) from that's where that short came in because they all are a bunch of shorts to this Mm. music and then you got like flamingos with yo-yos which was always my favorite number right you know um of the flying whales 
I, I just always remember it being trippy. It's not memorable. Yeah, to me it's it's it is very trippy. Like there's parts like the flying whales always really confused me at the time. I'm still a little confused <laughs> yeah. by the flying whales, but the the flamingos with the yo-yo was always my favorite. That was a lot of fun because huh? I think they had James Earl Jones introduce it. Oh wow! And it, I remember it was like throughout time, you know, we have asked. M- People have asked many questions, you know, what is the meaning of life? What is the true purpose of existence? And then someone hands over a piece of paper and, oh, oh, sorry, here it is. What happens if you give a flamingo a yo-yo? What? Is this right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the short story. Yeah, so it kind of came and went. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the, this is the Renaissance period kind of coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2000 as well, the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah which is uh, David Spade and uh, John Goodman. And And... um, this film, to me, again, has really grown on me Mm because Danny loves it. To me, it's one of the funniest ones. It is definitely. It's like it's a full-on comedy. It it still has that very Vegas feel from Hercules where it's like very, very out It's similar. I like Hercules a lot more. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. And you got... Who, Who else is in it? Oh... What's the name for Kronk? Kronk's voice actor. Oh, Kronk is great. Oh, yeah, Kronk I, is the but best. I think it's a voice actor. Like it's not an act, yeah, like, like a celeb he's, guy. He's, he's been well. Yeah. He is a celeb now, but he is like very much because they did a, a sequel with Kronk, right? right? And it's oh, he's really well known. Um, it's okay. We'll come back round to it if you remember. I'll just shout it out again. <laughs> um, Kronk and Isma. One of the most... Who's Yzma? Oh, the, the, the very, villain. The, very, okay. the villain, yeah. yeah. Very skinny, skinny purple lady. Probably one of the most hysterical uh, vil- Disney villain duos. You know, pull the lever, Kronk. Wrong right. lever! Yeah, Kronk the, is great. Kronk <laughs> is just such a sweetheart. You just you just love him, which is why they did give him a sequel, which flopped even more epically right. than this movie did. <laughs> and it was just so... But this this movie has this weird sort of charm to yeah. it yeah, yeah. of like pure silliness. It's but a also very a carefree film. Yeah, yeah, like it's like we're turning this emperor into a llama, and he has to learn the meaning of friendship. Right, with John Goodman's <laughs> with, character. With yeah. John, who and better to learn the meaning of friendship than with, with John, John Goodman? Goodman yeah. I mean, really, yeah, you could just give that voice a hug. Yeah, truly, and then just fun and then there's just a bit of him going between all these different animals and it's absolutely hysterical yeah it's a, to me that's a fun silly film yeah. I, I but i enjoy it yeah it doesn't do any damage it's very fun yeah <laughs> all right well that was our renaissance period kind of does explain why i am so a little zany because i why because that's the time period that i was really starting to understand stuff well, what a great time period i know i'm a i'm a little wacky and it's all thanks to the emperor's new crew <laughs> <laughs> you literally danced like yeah, you did I know, in the like... film oh, they, the <laughs> listeners can't see uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. all right my dear <laughs> well there you go so yeah the next time you come on well i guess we'll do the disney new age period Woo! <laughs> all right, we're just well, stretching this disney stuff out as much as oh, we possibly we love can it. Come we on. love disney all right well i love having you on before you leave where can people find you maddie you can find me at youtube.com forward slash maddie to the max that's m-a-d-i the number two the max awesome and that is my handle on all my social medias twitter tiktok tumblr the whole shebang there you go and you got anything cooking you want to promote 
Um, I have a live action Lion King that's better. Oh, than, you do uh, a yeah. new one? I have a yeah, a live action Lion King that's better than I believe Disney's live action Lion King. <laughs> All right, that that's a Disney. bold statement. It's a very bold statement. <laughs> well, check it out, peeps. Yes. All right. Well, we love having you on the I show. I love being here. Thank you so much All for right. having me. Thanks so much. See you next time, guys. Good night. From now until next time, don't you forget to keep smiling. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My friendly reminders, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Those are really helpful. Also, follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. And you can email us anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.